Hello everybody, welcome to the We Aren't Qualified podcast. So this is going to be a, a little fun project between me and my co-host Isaiah. Hello. And uh, we're going to just be talking Celtics mostly. If we're not talking Celtics, it's going to be NBA, and if we're not talking NBA, it's going to be debates. We're gonna it's debate going to be life, alright? It's life, debates, the pursuit of happiness. What's not more relatable than life? How can you not relate to life struggles? Dead people, they can't relate to that. Well, dead people won't be listening to us. Fair point. All right, so let's jump right into it. Speaking of dead people, Kyrie Irving, a dead, <laughs> a dead beaten horse, yep, and okay. dead to the city of Boston. True. So this man, um, he's, he's got a lot of uh, controversial things following him. I, I think it's safe to say, correct? Um, not controversial as to where everyone hates him now. So I mean, if that's controversy, then. Yeah, I'd say it probably is. I mean, really, it's like a lot of people, it's a lot of younger kids who are like fans of him, right? Mm-hmm. Who are like probably going to be Brooklyn fans now. Probably. I think there's going to be a large percentage of like people who got into the Celtics during the time that we had Kyrie are probably going to just be like, okay, well, I don't know who Kemba is, so going to go be a Brooklyn fan now. Just like the Kyrie bandwagoners? Yeah, basically. I mean, there are a lot of those, anyway, just people who like Kyrie for his game. And right. I mean, when Kyrie was playing good, it was good. But it was. It was entertaining. I mean, Definitely entertaining. Uh, when it was bad, it was real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we bring up the numbers? Oh no, please don't. As we all know, the last four games of his uh, tenure in Boston was... Uh, Games 2, 3, 4, and 5 against the Milwaukee Bucks. Playoff Kyrie, baby. Playoff Kyrie. Wait till the playoffs. Just you wait. <laughs> no game. No team can eliminate us in seven No team games. can eliminate us in five, baby. All right, so game two, four of 18 from the field. This has been beaten into the ground, I know, but we need to talk about it. Game two, 8 of 22 from the field. That's better. You know, he took four more shots. The only thing I can't get more. over is after these two games, when the reporter asked him, what's going on with your shooting slump? And he's like, well, I should just be taking 30 shots a game. Maybe if he took 30, we would have won. <laughs> we'll never know, because the next game, he only took the exact same amount, 22, and made 7. Oh and between God. that gap, he actually, I think, I think to be fair, you were being a little disingenuous towards Mr. Kyrie Irving. Game, so. After game one, they asked him that. He said he uh, should take 30. Uh, after okay. game two, they asked him, what do you have to say about your 8 of 22? And he said, it will never happen again. <laughs> Which wasn't wrong, because the next game he shot 7 of 22. Oh my god. On to game four. Um, 6 of 21. And that was when you, honestly, watching it, you could tell he was checked out. I think it's fair. Yeah, he checked out, and I checked out from watching. <laughs> I didn't watch game five. You really didn't? No, I was watching it, and then I'm pretty sure at the third quarter I turned it off. I was like, this is too painful to watch right now. I mean, that's saying something. I think that that might catch some flack early on in this career here. Please, do. <laughs> it's not like I don't wa- I nah, mm. I don't watch blowout games. I've seen. You really don't? Nah, I've seen everything I need to see. Unless it's like. That's fair. Guess we're hopping unless into our we're first debate blow- here. <laughs> <laughs> unless we're blowing someone else out, and like I get to see some of the bench come in. That's fair. Yeah. I don't typically enjoy watching us just getting beaten down. <laughs> That's not something I find enjoyment. In. It certainly is tough to watch, but I like. I I think it builds character. All right, but you're telling character. me you don't look at your phone a lot more when we're. Oh, getting, I do. Okay, oh, so yes. that's the same thing as checking out. You're no, just, I'm not. I'm not judging you. There's definitely there's definitely people who will judge you for what you just said, 
Uh, please do. Yeah, I mean, it's all part of the, the game, you know. It's at the end of the at the end of the day, honestly, sports is entertainment. So if you're not being entertained, I guess you don't have to watch. I mean, if I sometimes I feel that way where I was like, oh, I guess I should support them. Not that me watching it or doesn't support them in full, but right. I'll like I'll mute it and then I'll just sit on my computer and sulk for another hour <laughs> until I get over it. Yeah, well, I mean, I watched that whole game, and um, it was just. Because I'd watched too many Celtics games in the past couple years. Not really with the team. No. See, I'm starting to get the seasons jumbled in my head now. I'm pretty mean? sure Tatum's rookie season, right? He, it was always like we would get blown out very early on. And then we would come back in, yeah, like, no. in the second quarter. Yeah. And like that, that like 20 whatever win streak that we had, the, the games that, that we won like in a row. It was like 15 or something like that. No, it was higher After than that. we lost Gordon. I'm pretty sure we went on like a 15 game win streak. It was more than that. It was like, I want to say it was 21. I think it was 21 games. You want to put some money on that? No. Okay, because it definitely wasn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. that's like close to the all time. I know. It was yeah. like, it was ridiculous. It nah, was it was the know. best Celtics win streak since like 2000. Like we were close eight, to think. getting past the, the 2008 win streak. Was that it? I might be getting it yeah, wrong in my head. It wasn't. We didn't get there, but we were close. I remember we lost to Miami. I could pull it up. Dion Wade. We, like, that's the thing about the Celtics is that whenever we're playing a game and especially the 18-19 season mm-hmm. some random ass player would go off every time that's always what it was it was like booker one day right. murray the other Dion waiters in that win streak i'm pretty sure Dion ended us so boston celtics winning streak ends at 16 you were correct i don't know why i thought it was upwards of 20 oh you know what it was because i think no I, I don't know why i thought that Maybe I'm just seeing the record. It was like at one point we were like twenty one. Yeah, it was like the Warriors. We were like twenty one and five at some point. So I think that's just after like four losses in a row, it just converted. Oh, we won twenty (laughs) one games. But yeah, anyway, back the point that I was trying to make though is that those games, if you just look at them on paper, you're like, oh, they won sixteen games in a row. Like that's Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Honestly, I'm gonna say about half of those games we got blown out and made like some ridiculous comeback that shouldn't have happened. No, I think (laughs) the seventeen eighteen season was one of the best seasons of Celtic basketball I've watched just based off purely who we had on the roster, the amount right. of injury and turnover we had. Mm-hmm. And then to pull it all together after Kyrie went down in that Houston game with the hip injury. Oh, right. And I'm pretty sure we lost that game, even though Morris had like 30-something. Was that, wait, was it in Boston? No, it was in Houston. Okay, yeah. The one so in Boston the was, one in Marcus, Boston was Marcus Smart. Smart. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love that game. That's one of the greatest games ever. <laughs> That's just purely based off hate for Harden, though. Right, yeah, I really do not like Harden. As he does outside of Houston. We'll, we'll get into that some other time. But <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he really did... That game five, though, he seemed checked out, and it like I could see the writing on the wall at about the beginning of the fourth quarter, but I watched the whole thing because I'm like, I've seen too many Celtics games. Like, too many just Boston sports in general, like Boston teams coming back in a situation like this. Right. But when you're down, like, 2-1 in the series, or mm-hmm. sorry, 3-1 in the series, it's like, a lot more than that you're going to have to come back from, so, yeah, I mean, that was, that was bad, I still had hope he would resign, though, I'm not going to lie, because it's like, before we knew Kemba was coming, it was, it's just when you think, okay, Kyrie Irving's going to leave for nothing, mm-hmm. it's like, you want the guy back, and all the sports fans, or, that's not true, a lot of the more bandwagony sports fans I'm gonna say maybe that's not fair to say I'm kind of just like saying people who agree, disagree with me are bandwagons <laughs> but I really do feel like most of the people were just kind of people who would just 
have very reactionary takes. They were like, Kyrie, get out of here. I'll drive you to the airport, kid. I don't even right. want you in town. No, that, that was me. And I was saying from the beginning, Kyrie needs to go. Well, After yeah. After I saw what Tatum can do and, and Jalen even. That's fair, though. But you said this before the trade deadline. Yes. Correct? Yeah. And you were in favor of trading him at the trade deadline? Yes, I was 100% And we favorite. didn't. So would you want him to still leave this past off? If we, we were going to... We were, if we were to go back to April, beginning of April, would you still say Kyrie just leave in this the beginning of last year? Last no, year's like, playoffs? Like this past season's uh, playoffs, yes. Yeah. At the beginning I'm of- saying like after that mm-hmm. trade deadline, after it's like we either re sign him or he walks, are you saying Kyrie leave? Because if you if you're saying that, that's just well, yeah, no, that is what I'm saying. Really? Like if we couldn't get anything for him, I think he was more of a negative here than he would have been a positive on the team. So if we got rid of him, like if he got hurt again I somehow, guess. I think it would have been addition by subtraction by getting him off that damn. Well, I still think we're going to be doing better. We're definitely going to be having a better record next year than we did this year. Yeah, well, I mean, that's Because of enough. addition by subtraction and yeah. the fact that we and have Toronto Kevin. isn't as much of a threat as that's they were. Right. So there's some wins opening up there. But yeah, I mean, I just I'm just saying my point is people really were like Kyrie leave, please never come back and it's like that's just not a good thing to say because he's not going to want to resign. Right. Not that I really think it had much of an outcome or an effect on the outcome, but um, well, like you would mean, rather resign him and just trade him in like next season. Right. Which I don't. There's some weird restrictions after you sign to when you can be traded, but when you can get value for him, that's what you want. You don't want him just leave for nothing. I no. I think the value of him being on the roster versus him not being on the roster is greater. Him not being on the roster than it would be to like get another player in. We didn't really need any other players last year. We just needed less. Kawhi would have been nice. Well, I was on. If we had Kawhi Hayward, listen, listen I love Jalen Brown. I love Jalen <laughs> Brown. I love Jalen Brown, but I was in favor of trading him for Kawhi when the Spurs were like oh, sitting him for yeah, the year, like and, and his and value was low, pick. and his value was low. Yeah, and the Kings pick, which ended up being garbage. Yeah, but, I mean, it was Langford. No, that that's now, true. So. Oh yeah, that's actually fair. No, I thought that was. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's the Kings pick. Well, I, we'll see what Langford does. I'm excited for that, but. If He's you think about this, Jalen picking up. Would you trade right now? Would you trade Jalen Brown and Romeo Langford for Kawhi Leonard? Well, obviously, right now. Yes. Knowing what we know now, but that's not fair because Kawhi just played nine games in the last that last season. That's fair. Yeah. And no one knew what was wrong. I was. I still wouldn't roll the dice on him, dude. It was like it's kind of a no brainer to me at that point. I mean, at the start of last season, when. Mm, what would our roster would have looked like with Kawhi? It would have been Kyrie at point guard. Um, shooting guard would have been... Probably Smart, maybe. I was going to say Smart. Smart is Harry at that point, because Smart wasn't really... like I, I always loved Smart, but he wasn't like good until mm-hmm. last season. So at the beginning of last season, you're probably going to have like Kyrie, Terry, Kawhi... T- uh, I guess you'd have to... Yeah, no, you would do, you would do Kyrie... Hayward, Kawhi, Tatum, Horford. But that was the problem is we always just never had a center. Like, that was the biggest issue. Horford isn't really a center. People always always just slotted in Tatum at the four. They're like, oh, we'll just have uh, Robert Williams at center and uh, (laughs) Jason Tatum at power forward. And I'm like, dude, he's like 180 pounds. Well, I mean, if you remember, (laughs) he started at power forward in the first game. Was it really? Yeah, it was was Kyrie, Brown, Hayward. 
Tatum and Horford. Our front court was Tatum and Horford. Okay. And he got a double double that first game that he played. Really? Like, he was I, the I only rookie since Larry Bird to get a double. How do I not remember that? It's almost like there was something like just way more detrimental to the team that overshadowed that oh, memory. Maybe that Hayward's injury. <laughs> yeah, I kind of put that out of my memory altogether. You know, I was at a Mexican restaurant that game. I got off work. My dad's like, "Hey, meet me at this restaurant next year at work, and we'll go watch the game." Yeah. I had my I had my Hayward jersey on, Ugh. my Hayward shirt. <laughs> I go in there, I order a taco. Five minutes in, I look up. It's just, I mean, I was watching the whole thing intently, but five minutes in, you know, I went to the bathroom and just took the shirt off, laid it down <laughs> on the table. I think I just stared at it for a little bit, and then I put it back on and went out and finished my tacos and just went home sad. But I'm pretty sure I. Put something on Snapchat, like a Snapchat story. Right. Because at first, like, my initial reaction was LeBron's trying to sabotage us. Because if (laughs) you look at the play, play, LeBron was underneath him. Yeah. But the the contact came from Crowder, if you were looking at the replay, with an objective mind. Really? But with an angry mind, like mine. I I went outside and I went, fuck LeBron! And I just screamed it in the air. Wait, did you record the fuck LeBron? Yeah, Yeah, it was on my Snapchat story. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. And then I like poured one out in my sink for David. I'm so sad. It's crazy how that just one freak accident just derailed two years of the team. Because it really did come down to that. I think if we didn't end up just having such a lackluster season one because of him being down. I mean, season two it, it wasn't better. that lackluster. It wasn't. We made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, but do you really think Kyrie would have had his knee surgery and sat if if, if Hayward were still playing. healthy? Probably um, not, right? Well, I mean, the knee surgery wasn't the problem. It was that they found an infection in his knee. Once oh, they that's did true. It. That's true. So, I but know. I also I think um, it came down to dealing with the cards that we had because. If Hayward, if you were gonna play the what if game and Hayward never gets hurt, mm-hmm. then we're su- we're sitting here assuming that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and Terry Rozier aren't what we thought they were to start this last season, right? Right. So, I mean, the team probably isn't as highly rated if we don't have those guys take that huge step that they did. That's in the true. Playoffs, Tatum wouldn't so. have Tatum wouldn't have had nearly as much experience if. Gordon were still out there. Right. Probably would have been touching the ball a lot less, I feel. I don't right. know. That could be wrong. But all right. Well, let's let's stop reminiscing in the past, I suppose. We're <laughs> on a bigger and better thing. Well, we're on a new thing. We're now. on a new thing. <laughs> um so not exactly better. The Celtics Summer League. Uh you didn't get to watch too many games, correct? You were no, working a lot. I was yeah, I was a big highlight guy when it came to the summer league. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch too many of the games in full. Right. Uh, I got to thankfully I got to watch a lot of them. Um, really liked what I saw from Robert Williams. I know you did too. Oh my God, Robert Williams is. I said this on like I'm a big YouTube commenter when it comes to the Celtics. <laughs> okay. And um, it was like a highlight video of Robert Williams, like collective summer league. Yeah. And I swear to God, some of the plays he was making from the top of the block and like passing, I was like. This looks like he sat down in the gym with Al Horford for a season. Maybe. And he's been that working would make on his hands. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you have Al Horford, what's Al Horford going to give you a young center like Robert Williams who can jump out the gym and right. dunk on anyone? That was never really Horford's Yeah, he, game. he gives him more of the facilitating. Yeah. Which I, I want to say that I'm not a huge college sports fan at all, really. Um, maybe that's something I need to do to broaden my horizons a bit. But College basketball is fun to watch. I mean, I watched the NCAA tournament, obviously, but right. Um, yeah, so I mean, I've 
what I've heard from people is that he was a bit of a facilitator there. Maybe. I could be wrong. I might be misremembering, but I'm pretty I think sure he's always Texas had it. A&M, he was underused. Right. That's, That's why he stayed another season. Even though he was a highly... High, uh, was he? He was highly touted. He was supposed to be a lottery pick, but it was like his yes, his yes. attitude and stuff. In his first... Which year. I think is completely turned around. People still talk about it. Like, in the summer league, they were constantly saying... Oh, he slept late. Yeah. Uh, who they're like, doesn't? They're like, well, this kid could be a fantastic player in the National Basketball Association if he can figure out how to get to practice on time. Right. It's like, have you heard it? Like a character Yeah, it's like, have you heard it? Have you heard any? Well, I mean, that is kind of bad. Time zone differences. <laughs> I sure. get it, but like. Sure, but like. It's not an assassination of his character. No, I, it shouldn't still be following him. And I think they were just saying that because that's the most they know about Robert Williams. It's not like they were watching end of the bench, like, garbage time minutes. That was just their bullet point. Yeah, they're like, uh, Robert Williams, tall, lanky, a lot of blocks, garbage time, late for practice. Like, that's, that was what they had. <laughs> what can we talk team. about more? So, I mean, I, I haven't heard any problems since he's got here. Right. He's been, like, he's been really good in interviews. I liked what I heard from him. I think he's been a good leader for the summer league guys, and um, he definitely showed a lot of growth. I think it was more like uh, this is this is a throwback. Abdel Nader, okay, remember that name? <laughs> yeah. He um he seemed like I felt bad for the guy because a lot of people like constantly berated him. They I were mean, like, he was trash. He was pretty bad. He showed some. <laughs> what <laughs> did he really? He do? showed some flashes at times. I'm not gonna lie, but I like. Let's see. I just I feel for people who come into the. Like, a game and you can tell they're nervous like you could tell he was nervous all the time and was just not used to like playing yeah. at all yeah and he like he had like a skill set that i think was pretty obvious and that's why we like drafted him or signed him or whatever we did i forget yeah. but um he was a draft pick yeah he was he was like second round or some garbage right yeah. <laughs> some garbage he was a lower draft but pick. um yeah so i mean he just he seemed nervous and a lot of people were trashing on him to start and i mean if you're like a young guy reading that that's not going to help your confidence and he just never got a chance to flourish but i'm gonna say that robert williams people liked him people always liked him so he didn't have that problem right but he definitely had like the nervousness coming out and it's like you don't want to when you're a person like him i think you don't want to just step onto the court and try to take over Mm -hmm. so when he was when he subbed in for like had to fill that hole for Horford last season two seasons no which yeah last season sorry uh he wasn't even drafted two seasons yeah it's like it's, it's been so long since we, I just watched good Celtics basketball that it's all just mixing in my you're blending it but when he subbed when he like had to fill in for him against the Hornets no mm-hmm. not the Hornets the no, Pelicans I'm pretty sure it was the, Pel- the it, it was the Pelicans because of AD game too. did he yeah. you might be right but yeah it was against the Pelicans with AD, mm-hmm. and he blocked him, like, four times. And he was actually, like, playing really well against him. I was like, okay. But he had, like, a very one-dimensional play style, which was just sit in the post, like, block shots, maybe throwing a post hook on the other end or something. Like, right, right. And, like, some rebounds, but... He's, he's DeAndre Jordan. He's literally he the next DeAndre Jordan. I guess, yeah. As of right now, that's his career trajectory. Coming out of the same college, he has pretty much the same skill set. Athletic, can block shots. I can see it. I never watched a lot of, like, prime DeAndre. I think it's fair to say he's past his prime, correct? I mean, he can still jump, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't really help you with the comparisons there, but um, I'll take your word for it. But, um, yeah, I mean, he, like... He definitely... There were a lot of games where he played, and you're like, this kid has so much potential, but he's pretty... He's pretty bad. Like, he would just be, like, on defense, 
not like rotating, very jumpy, not yeah, figure, yeah. very jumpy, which I understand why. <laughs> but to your point about Abdel Nader, he also has a poise that you don't typically see with younger guys, especially lower round guys who want to come in and prove yeah. themselves. Like, the way he walked around, he was a little too cool for the situation. I can agree with that. I, I feel like he knows what he's, like, he knows his role. He knows what he's going to come in there and do, and he's just going to try and do it to the best of his ability. Are you still talking about Nader? Yeah. No, okay. no, no, no. I'm talking about Will. Okay, yeah, I thought Because so. Nader, Nader didn't have that. Part. Yeah, he didn't have that. I was going to say, I'm like, you're not still talking about that. No, no, Nader didn't really know what he was on the court to do. Exactly, yeah. Play defense, shoot threes. Right, right. But Rob walks in, he's like, okay, they want me to catch lobs, and they want me to block, they want me to rebound. That's he can do that. So I understand he's just gonna that, yeah. do that. So I mean, but he like there was a lot of times where his like just defensive IQ looked pretty bad. Like he was very good at timing up blocks, obviously, and uh, but it was just like switches and setting picks and just general like zone defense. I want to say he was just not good at. Right, he didn't play in space very well. Right. If you gave him too much time and too much space, he'd be like, he'd jump at the He'd accidentally himself. press triangle. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, he looked, like, very raw. And I'm like, I'm excited to see what he does. But, like, going into pre-Summer League this year, everyone's like, well, we just lost Horford, so I guess we'll play Robert Williams with the five. And I'm like, bro, you cannot do that. Like, you just can't. But then in Summer League, dude, he kind of showed it to me. Like, he was... His passing was insane. Mm-hmm. It was actually insane. I was watching him. I'm like, man, looks like he was a point guard in high school and then shot up to 6'11". That, no, that was an underrated part of his game was, I remember when it, he got drafted, the analysis was like, he's an underrated passer. Like his entry passes right. to other bigs. He can make good like backdoor passes. Mm-hmm. But I think a telltale sign of what the Celtics thought of Robert Williams came when he drafted him. Yeah. Because like, Towards the midpoint of the season, remember how rookie year everyone's like, "Oh, we have Tice, Tice." Oh yeah, Tice is nice. And stuff <laughs> Tice like is that. nice. Well, the second, the second Rob like hit that little like, "Okay, we can play him now." Yeah. Where was Tice? Tice injured, fell all the fair. way. Injured. But. He was injured, but like to start last season, yeah. he was good. That's and true. He just fell all the way down, and more people were talking about Rob. I mean, we still we still extended him or re-signed him or whatever. This we did no, and he's a good backup center to have. But Rob's the future. Enos Cantor is the experience, and Tice is like, oh, we had he was good, and then he got that injury, and then he's just off the map. I mean, this is this is a very far throwback to what we were talking about probably like ten minutes ago. But I think one of the biggest problems from day one was that we never had a true center. And it's very well documented that Al Horford hated playing the five, right. which is probably a big reason of why he left, besides the money. The money and the fact that he got to just... Now he gets to sit next to him. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is kind of what... This is going to sound way out there, but I think that's what Robert Williams could be to, to uh, Taco Fall. Oh, oh okay. No, I was going to say. No, no, no. Like, I think Robert Williams... It's just... It's so insane, like, last season watching him being like, dude, this kid's freaking huge. And then, like, you go and watch the Summer League and you see Taco fall and then you look at Robert Williams and you're like, this dude's, like, 6'6". Six, six right. At best. He looks so <laughs> short compared to him. And, like, his wingspan's still insane. And he can, like, just, whatever. It's been 7,000 times. I'm not a big taco guy. Really? Honestly, if you, you want, want to get into the taco, taco stuff We'll move now, to taco. We'll move to taco. But I think it's not that he's overrated. It's yeah. the same thing with Rob Williams. I mean, it's like, you know what he's going to come into the gym and do. He's just going to end <laughs> It's funny because in college, you'd expect how much rebounds do you think Taco averaged in college? 
just a ballpark estimate. I would huck 12, but it was probably like six. It was, it was like six or seven <laughs> rebounds a game, and the guy's literally a foot taller than most of the yeah. people on the court. I know. I mean, I, I actually did watch him a little bit in college, like against Duke. I think. Right. I, 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 and that was a little the game. Everyone was like, oh, taco, taco. Yeah. So. I mean, he looked good in that game. And yeah. then he clearly worked hard before Summer League. Worked hard in summer league, and he's kind of made a name for himself here. And I think, like, I think he's more of a meme player than a legit player. I don't think that's really fair to say. I think that's true. Taco wasn't a meme. Yeah, I mean, he is. Taco Tuesday. (laughs) But I mean, I don't know. He like he has talent. He definitely seems like he has like the willingness to improve, right? Yep. And he already has shown it. He's way more mobile than anyone at his size should be. And, like, if he were... Yeah, yeah but I, I hate that. Like, like he's, he's more mobile, mobile than other people in his size. No one else is his freaking size. And he's still slow. But, no, he's not really slow, though. <laughs> yeah. He, he looks Taco slow. Taco Fall is not slow. He, he looks slow. This man just said Taco Fall is not slow. I mean, he's slow. He's not going to catch a point guard off a screen. Okay. But, That's like... Fair. Most, most centers don't. Yeah. But I'm saying, like... Like, watching him run the floor, there like, I can see a possession in my head right now where he ran the floor, and he has freaking gazelle legs, and it looks like he's running slowly, but he's, like, keeping up with, like, the transition completely. Like, he's got he a longer it. stride than Exactly. Like, so he doesn't really still slow. He doesn't, like, need to, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain, and maybe I'm just wrong. I could be wrong. <laughs> maybe I just want to see it happen, but it's, like, when you have, when you can make way for an open roster spot, and it looks like they are trying to, like, they, whatever they did with Tice, like, giving him the qualifying offer, whatever that was, I forget yeah. the exact logistics, it opens up the the ability to still get Taco on a two-way, I believe, which is worth it. I mean, 100% if we're going to give him a two-way, I'm not going to argue, right. because then he can just spend his time developing in the G League. And we get, so. like, first dibs at him. Right. So, I, it's just, like, someone, and, like, if he were Bulbul's physique, if he were, like, a stick... I wouldn't want anything to do with him, but the fact that he's, like, so built at his size, like, you're not going to see that. Right. Well, you haven't even seen his size in general. He broke all the combine records, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's worth taking a shot on. But, I don't know. It's been it's been said a million times, and people are probably sick of talking about him for whatever, <laughs> how little he's played, so. Right. Um, that's, that's what I'm saying. Just put him in the G League, League and we'll see where we go from there. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think if we... I don't, I don't think he's going to be our starting, starting center. Well, every... No, hell no. <laughs> but, like, at some point, if he develops enough, like, Robert Williams playing the four and kind of facilitating and then letting Taco just sit in the post and just be like Aaron Baines. Mm-hmm. Just, like, try to block shots, throw in a, a hook every once in a while, maybe splash the three if he ever gets that shot going. And it's like... He, d- he needs to put up, like, four points per game, and he's good. And he has a pretty good offensive game, so. And at the worst-case scenario, there's two things he can do for the Celtics that makes me think they might be interested in getting him on the team. Number one, sell jerseys. <laughs> that's actually a good one, but it's, it's in that same line, kind of. But just, like, it's – I almost feel bad for him because he's, like, a circus attraction in a way. Like, people wanted to, like, see him all the time. He's the bearded lady. Everyone yeah. look at the bearded lady. <laughs> But it's like, for him, I feel bad because, like, I wonder if he's, he says he likes it a lot. Like, he appreciates that people support him so much. But, I mean, if you're, like, showing up to a game and, like, what if he thinks, I'm not even, I'm not even playing good right now. And people are, like, cheering him on. It feels like they're cheering him on for his height and not for him being, like, a good player. Yeah. So, I don't know. He might feel, like, pitied a little bit, like, in a weird way. I don't That's know what I'm saying. Taco isn't a person. He has an idea. He's a meme. <laughs> 
people enjoyed the joke of, hey, look at the seven seven. No, it's not really a joke. It's just more like, it's more just like a, uh, I don't know. It's, he, it is a joke. You can't think of a better word for it because he is a joke. It's not like he's a, he's, he is a person, but that's not what people care about. If Taco Fall was 6'5", would anybody be talking about him? No, because then his skill set wouldn't be just like comparable What's to his skill height. Said? He's just tall. I mean, he has like a, he has a good offensive game because, because no one can touch the ball. <laughs> he's like a everyone else is a four year old to him. He's just putting his hand on their foreheads as he's holding all right. The and ball if you go down. if you go down to play some pickup, all right, and you have a I'm guy not gonna beat Taco. If you, guy, if you have a guy who's six six, a guy who's six eight, and a guy who's seven seven, yeah. Who are you picking first if you're a captain? Ex- no, but you're just supporting my point that people only appreciate him because he's tall. Yes, but okay. Let's say people only appreciate him because he's tall. Yep. Well. Maybe that's a good thing because if you're that tall, you just naturally are good at basketball in certain facets. I'm not saying that he can't be good. I'm just saying that he's only okay. I guess you're on the wrong page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were more just like he will never amount to anything. People just like him because he's tall, and it's like, well, I mean, I guess that's fair. But like, (laughs) I mean, he's still young. Him being tall is useful, right? If nothing else, it's useful. He's the black Boban. (laughs) Yeah, I guess if you want to say that, Uh, but um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to I'd like to see him on the roster because he would he brings people in. Like say we're playing a garbage team and people are like, "Oh, well, a lot of uh, a lot of bench players are going to be playing today. We're playing uh Terry Rozier in the uh, the Hornets. Let's <laughs> let's buy a ticket and maybe we'll see some taco action." Right. No, he definitely will sell seats at bad games. Right. Because that's like half of the reason why I wanted to go to like a Brooklyn a random Brooklyn game in January last yeah. year was because, and I'm pretty sure I got it too, mm-hmm. the Rob Williams. Whenever Rob Williams played, I was like, yes, let's go. Yeah, yeah. He's like my, he's like my semi from two years ago. Right. Something about the way Dude, semi. semi, I feel like he's been just like disregarded. He's like the redheaded step. I mean, he's right? still here, but ever since he proved he wasn't an entire Giannis snubber. <laughs> like, I found myself getting so deep into this taco nonsense, and I'm like, all right, Yabu's gone. Oh, we signed Struess. We don't have any slots. I'm like... Shemmy, you can leave, I guess. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, no. I'm no, getting ahead I of mean, myself here. People sleeping on Semi. I He's mean, good. what he showed last year in those, like, like the wizard game at the end of the year in, like, right. April, and that we're not going to put any of our starters in. I really like Semi Ojale. I think he's a good role player for the team. <clears throat> yeah, I think if he plays a lot more, he can definitely definitely start to develop a better, more accurate, I was going to say more accurate shot, but more consistent shot because mm-hmm. he was he was a good three-point shooter in college from what i heard and he just kind of like hasn't been but i mean i think it's because he's so he was so irregularly played yeah and now that it's like our championship um ability is not so make or break because we have four years of kemba right you can kind of take our time the window point. is larger now yeah the window is smaller, but it's larger. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, the ceiling is lower, but the window is larger. There we go. Yeah, yeah that's kind of what I was going for. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, we maybe he'll get some more minutes and more uh, consistent shots and touches, and he can kind of make more out of it and be right. more than just an offensive player. But anyway, we've been kind of dwelling on this for a while, so we can probably move on to um how we felt about the off season. So the Kemba signing, primarily. Kemba signing, Kyrie left. Horford leaves. Um, we keep Tice. We uh, cut no, I can start this off. Okay. Start this off with. Let's start off with. The, I'm forgetting the something. Kemba oh, I know move. we got Cantor too. But. Cantor, yeah, I tied that into the Kemba thing. Right, really. but um, 
I think we, as Celtics fans, we need to get over point guard-centric teams. It's I agree. Un- the, no, the era is over. We need to stop. I don't know why. I was on the, the not the bandwagon per se, but I was on the side of let's just keep the cap space, keep Horford, which we didn't do, mm-hmm. and develop Tatum and Brown. I was like, why do we keep... I still feel like that team doesn't go anywhere, though. It doesn't need to go anywhere because the window would be larger. You know what I mean? Same thing. Lower ceiling, longer but window. I think the pressure of having people like like Kawhi and people like um, just Anthony Davis just like getting up and leaving. Yep. Like Kyrie did it too. Kyrie did it to get to, get to us in All the right, first place. No, just no, no. I the pressure of them just I'm going saying. wherever they want, right? Yep. I think that, that kind of puts the pressure on teams in general. Like... We just what if we just like develop Tatum for like four years, right? Mm-hmm. And then his contracts up after like two of those. Uh, I mean, I kind of just are you saying, myself yeah, a little bit, but I, I'm, the point I'm trying to make is, what if he just leaves? What if he's just like I don't want to stay? Right, here? right. But no, no, no. Back to this Kemba point because I don't want to lose this. All sorry, right, yes, name the top five players in the league right now, in your opinion. It doesn't matter what order. Just give uh, me the top Kawhi, five. Kawhi, Giannis. Okay. I don't want to say Harden, but I kind of have to. Harden, yep. Um, I don't... LeBron has a lot to prove to say he's still in the top five. I don't want to mark him out because of last season. I think they just sat him because they're like, this team's going LeBron's nowhere. LeBron's a safe bet. I, I would say he's still in there. Okay, that's four. Who would you put five out of that? Uh, KD? Jokic, KD's kind of like... I would have put KD, but he's kind of just going to be gone for a year now. Right. I don't think he's going to come back as a good player. I wouldn't have Harden. Completely... I wouldn't have Harden there. I'd have Giannis, KD, LeBron, AD, and... Oh, AD, I kind of... Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> AD didn't really play a lot last season. They were just I know, obviously, him. but... Yeah. Well, I mean, it was more like he refused to play. But. No, they were just taking him out of games in the fourth quarter. It wasn't like he wasn't going to play. They just were like, all right, you're not playing now. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they didn't want it his, worked they out. Didn't want they his trade the, value to get... like that, And they got their Zion pick, so it worked out for them. But yeah. back to this point. Right. Think of all those players. Besides none Harden, point guards. none of them are point guards. I mean, and Harden's Harden not is, even a point guard. He's a shooting guard. And Harden's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. The league has moved past the point guard. Now, what position does Tatum play? Small forward. What position forward-ish. does Jalen Brown play? Shooting guard, small forward Okay, then. So we need to focus on developing two young players who have the potential to be great at that position. And that position is where the league is trending for the top players in the league. You know, I agree. And it's not that Kemba or Kyrie or Dame Lillard aren't good, but which name a team where just the point guard won the championship? Steph. Steph doesn't count. <laughs> Why not? Because he lost to LeBron when he won 73 games. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he also <laughs> only beat LeBron when Kyrie and K-Love were hurt. So it's Fair just enough. LeBron. All right, sure. Okay, I, I guess. That's what I'm saying. It's, you can't have a point guard-centric team. I agree. Win. And even now, our win condition isn't Kemba. It's if Tatum becomes a superstar. No, it is, because he's like a complimentary piece, right? Yeah. I feel like this is the problem, right? Is like A point guard doesn't put you over the edge to like get a championship. Yep. But not having a good point guard is completely puts you out yeah. of the run. No, I agree. You need a good point guard, but I don't feel like signing another superstar point guard who needs the ball is going to do better for Tatum. I don't think he needs the ball. Tatum doesn't need the no, ball. No, I'm talking about Kemba. Kem- 
Kemba doesn't need the ball? He did because he was played in Charlotte with Jeremy Lamb for eight years, and that was okay, like. Okay, so best. you're telling me if Kemba had like KD on his team, he wouldn't need the ball at all? No, I mean he would. Like that's he would, what they I'm would saying. obviously still give him the ball because he wanted two threats, right? Yes. But I'm saying like he. The difference between him and Kyrie Irving, and I'm not faulting Kyrie for wanting the ball because he was clearly our best player. Mm-hmm. I think you can agree with that, right? Yes. But the thing about Kemba is he's like, he's already said this stuff, right? He's like, I want to make my teammates better. Right. He, no, be he's saying the right things. He's so it's like, like, he's on his IT mode right now. I guess, yeah. IT always said Except the right for the things. whole, can I get my bricks struck now, please? <laughs> but... I mean, even that, what do you expect him to say? Is in the MVP conversation. You're right. Yeah. But, I mean, he's saying the right things, and that's what you want to hear. It's going to make you comfortable, but... So you're saying you don't believe what he's saying? I believe that he has good intentions, but (laughs) the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Okay, sure. Throw that (laughs) that idiom out there, I guess. That's that's just the way I feel about it. Like, think about how how much longer after the Kemba signing did you have to sit there and think about, oh, maybe this is good. Because my initial reaction was, all right, uh, okay. And then I That's had to, like, point. talk myself into it. I was like, oh, well, yeah. cardiac Kemba. You know, you and know, then actually, you watch the highlight I'm video. thinking it back, and I'm like, I remember reading the first reports that we were going to get him, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you were like, oh, yes, we got Kemba Walker. But I think like, that was right. also more like me just kind of, like, setting my expectations low because I didn't want him to just dip and go somewhere else. And then, like, it wasn't until he signed it right. that I was, like, fully, like, okay, he's here. Mm-hmm. But that's also when I was, like, fully on board, I guess. But the thing is, the, the thing I'm trying to say is, I think... I mean, now that like Kyrie, great... When Kyrie was in our our system, he had his best career stats-wise... Or his best career year stats-wise. Yep. More steals, more rebounds, more assists, more... Mm, might not have been more points. Earlier playoff exits continue. Fair, but he was definitely, like, people called him a ball hog, and he for sure was at the end of the season when he was checked out. Yeah. Checked out the door and gone. But he was definitely assisting way more than I'd seen him do before, and a lot of people had seen him do before, because that's what they said. He's like, ball hog, right? He's a good passer. But I think I think Kemba would easily be able to take that backseat, especially now that he's, what, 29? Like, pushing 30. Right. Like, he's not going to need to be the man. He already was for eight years, and he showed what he could do. No, I definitely think Kemba's going to be better than he was in Brad Stevens' system, because that's just kind of how it works. But the difference between IT and Kyrie is that Kemba won't have Al Horford to help him out as much as Al Horford helps point guards out in that pick and roll. That's very true, yeah. So, it'll it'll be interesting. No, I definitely think people, people aren't really underrating how much this hurts that Horford left, right. but like, it's just it's that's hard a, to like that's quantify. That's a strong pain. He was like people call him an anchor, and it was for a reason. Right, he was definitely an anchor. Uh, you the, can't build a team around him, but if you're building a championship team, you want players like Al Horford. So right, it's I know people. Be interesting. People kind of criticize his leadership in retrospect. Um, I know you probably are like, what are you talking about right now? But, um. The Jackie McMullen article that came out like before Kyrie, maybe it was right after Kyrie agreed to go to the the Nets, but she was saying how not all of last season's problems were Kyrie's fault. Mm-hmm. It was like that was the article that said the young guys went down to Miami and partied when they had the game the next day, and it was like a doubleheader. Right. So it was just like a bad time to stay up late and party, mm-hmm. and they did it anyway. And I'm pretty sure she said in that that Horford made like zero effort to. Uh, 
to actually I don't stop think, that from happening. I don't think Kemba's going to be that kind of leader either, though. I think he would probably have, have a better They have the same kind of job. mannerisms, if you really think about it. Like, they're not, like, when you look at, like, highlight videos or, like, mic'd up videos, right. you're you're never going to see Horford or Kemba mic'd up. You see the people around them who are like, yeah, yeah. you know, the loud people. That's they're true. not very loud people. Yeah. And when they lead, they're leading by example. Someone so. someone made a good point, though, that I read once. Also, I didn't want that to be, like, slandering Al Horford now that he's left. I think <laughs> Oh, I'll like, slander Al Horford. He I know went you, to Philly. Yeah, that's 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 tough flow right there. But. You were on record saying if Kyrie went to Philly, that's the only way I could hate him. No, that's, I didn't say that because I do not like him Defend anymore. yourself. I said if Kyrie goes to Philly, that's the only way I burn his jersey. Ah, okay. Which also is impossible. Well, it might not have been impossible for him to go there, but it was highly unlikely he would. Horford But I was throwing it out there. I'm like, <laughs> in some capacity, if he manages to get to Philadelphia, that jersey is going into the the kiln. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. It's just maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that was uh, maybe that article was wrong. Maybe Horford was a good leader, but... Uh, I think someone made a good point once that I read, and they said that most teams seem to follow the dynamic of like their star player, right? Yeah. Who would you say our star player is this next season? Probably Kemba, right. safe to say. And do you think Kemba is a better human being than Kyrie Irving? I, We're doing characters. Yeah, no. character, <laughs> I don't know if I can say analysis. that Kyrie is a bad person. I think <laughs> that he's a weird person. Very That's moody. True. And so our team was, was very, very moody. moody. So that and is fair. What do you what do you think about Steph Curry as a human being? <laughs> uh, a nice guy, positive, perhaps. Probably, yeah. Positive. That's his perception, at least. That's that's how it seems, yeah, right? Yeah. And what does that whole team seem like? Positive, always like having fun, right? Just enjoying the game of basketball and right. just playing well together, right? So I mean, if Kemba Walker is going to be just a better person in general than Kyrie was, not moody, humble, looking to make his teammates better, that's gonna. That's going to flourish throughout the whole team. but I agree. No, I definitely think... I'm not saying that Kemba's uh, a bad thing. I'm saying I that know. in the long run, if we look back at this, this time, this blip in history, right? we probably are going to want to start building around the Tatum team sooner rather than I think later. they are, though. Because what else would you do with this cap space that we have if Kyrie leaves? Like, this offseason, what are your other options? Resign Horford. Uh, that's fair, but it's getting <laughs> that's a good one. You got me there. Give Horford the money he wants because apparently we weren't gonna. But I mean, what does that do? It's like just having Horford. You have Horford. Yeah, but having Horford, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward. We're not gonna win a championship. And Marcus next Smart year. at point Kemba guard. Kemba or no Kemba. And Marcus Smart at point guard, right? That's what that would have been. Well, I mean, that's not gonna give us. We would have been able to probably keep T. row if we didn't sign. Yeah, probably. Kemba. So. so if we have him at point guard, like that does that, it's gonna be the exact same scenario, right? So you're saying, why do we really have to sign Kemba? It doesn't get us a championship. Mm-hmm. But it's like if we sign Al Horford, that doesn't give us a championship because we have nothing at point guard and we just kind of got worse, right? I still think the X factor in all of going forward is Gordon Hayward because if he's gonna continue to be this albatross of a contract right. around the team, then I mean that's always just been a problem in my mind too. It's like I like him. And you can't trade him now because his value is so low. So I wanted to trade him. Like, before we got Kemba, I was trade Gordon and the Memphis pick back to Memphis for Conley. That was my big move because what Conley brings to the team is kind of similar to what Kemba brings to the team. Right. Defensive-minded, playmaking, 
and he'll well, let the other guys Kemba's do Kemba's not very defensive-minded. He's no. pretty bad defender. And Conley isn't, like, a great defender, but he's he's a very fundamentals-first kind of guy. I agree with the fundamentals, yes. Yes. And I think that would have been good to have around the younger players. Mm-hmm. I'm not... Again, I'm not a Kemba hater here. I'm going to see how the season goes. Right. And but I definitely think it'll be do you think Do you think it's fair to say that our chances of winning a championship in the next four years with Kemba and Noel Horford is higher than the chances of winning a championship in the next four years with Horford and no Kemba. Well, we... Hmm. Because either way, we're probably not going to win a championship in the next four years. Right. But I think the odds are higher having Kemba opposed to having an aging Horford. Right. And it's like, I would rather have the higher option, right? No, you're right. I'm just a negative person. I'm no, I like that. that. That's why I love it. Because then we can just like go back and forth. If we were just like, if we were just yes menning each other the right. whole time, just like, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. This would, this would go nowhere. Well, uh, we're getting upward in terms of time. I'd like to keep going. All right. Honestly, I'm amazed. This is uh, going a lot longer than I thought it would. It's easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, this is a lot easier. Hopefully, people are enjoying this. Um. Okay, so this is what I want to bring up to you. Do not read the monitor. I didn't yet. read it. Don't read the monitor. I didn't yet. read it. So something came out today. Okay. It I'm may lean back in this chair. In this creaky chair. <laughs> it may or may not be true. Maybe he got a wrong piece of information. Okay. But there was a video of Grant Williams talking to Taco Fall, I believe. Yep. I watched it right when I woke up, so my memory's a little hazy, but I know Grant Williams was speaking. Yep. And he said something something Christmas Day we're playing against Kyrie. Mm. How would he know that though? I mean, I'm sure the team knows this stuff. I'm sure the word got around. Oh, well, we're going to whoop their asses. We're a better team than Brooklyn. I would probably agree. They don't have Kevin Durant. No. And it's like... As long as they don't have KD, they're an eight seed. The thing is that... (laughs) (laughs) That's probably pretty fair, but I mean... The thing about Kevin Durant being gone for a year, right, is he comes back next year. Mm -hmm. But Karis LeVert, his contract expires this offseason, so they're going to have to, like... Like, their te- everyone's thinking, oh, they have all this stuff, and then they're going to get KD. Like, they're going to be good. Right. But it's like, now you have to pay him, and you probably are going to lose other people. So I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes, but, yeah. They're I, not going to be as deep as a team as they are right now. Like, if KD not. never got hurt and all of the same shit happened... Which it would have, which would is be, insane for them, if you think about it. Brooklyn would be a championship contender right now. That's safe yeah, to probably, say. Yeah, probably, yeah. With Kyrie, KD, yeah, and yeah, a yeah. deep Brooklyn team, they yeah, definitely right. would be. Which is unfortunate for them, but they're going to regret signing Kyrie. I think they will. We've seen, I really think we've they will. We've seen this story play out. Kyrie and a team of young bloods who yeah. just came off a season where they worked hard and they fought their way into the playoffs. Are we Sounds salty? Sounds familiar. Are, is, this, is this salt? This isn't salt. This I think is this is truth. truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Uh, Number 34. I call it like I see it. I do really like the way that Williams said it, though. He's like, yeah, we're playing Kyrie. He didn't say we're playing, he didn't say we're playing Brooklyn. He said, like, the way he said it makes it sound like he was word for word repeating what someone else told him. Right. And someone else on the team was like, yeah, we're playing Kyrie. On <laughs> so, like, they're they're clearly pissed, I think. But that's just my perception of it. Well, Could I mean, it's, like, well documented that Jalen Brown, like, killed him in his mind multiple <laughs> times. I don't so. think, I think that was rumors, to be honest. But uh, I'm sure it probably did happen. He's actually smart as opposed <laughs> to freaking whatever Kyrie is. Um... So, I mean, we touched on it a little bit, but Horford? Yeah. Traitor or visionary? That's what uh, I wrote down on the notes. Right. I think it's going to come out that Horford did the right thing here because... You think Philly's going to end up being a better team than us? Oh, for sure. 
Okay. They are. They uh, don't have a bench, but their starting five is better than our starting five. Right. You can't argue that. And honestly, one of the reasons... They have at minimum three all-stars. One of the reasons why we were uh, legitimately just trashing on them all the time was because of Horford. So it's right. one thing if we lost Horford to, like, I don't know, Detroit or we're something. We're fighting Superman with no kryptonite because Horford was just the Embiid Well, it was stopper. more like we were fighting... Superman versus Superman, but this Superman had the kryptonite for the other <laughs> Superman. But now we're just holding nothing, and they have two Supermans and the kryptonite. All right. And Superman. they threw it in the lake so they can't be held back anymore. <laughs> so it could be pretty bad. But at the same time, I really hate Philly, and I honestly think we might somehow beat them a lot. And they'll probably just get... Mm. For some reason, they'll just get trashed on. It happens the only everywhere. way we win our matchups is if Gordon Hayward or Jalen Brown, whichever one of them sits on the bench... Has a really good game. Because I don't think it's realistic to start Kemba, Hayward, Brown, Tatum, and five. So mm-hmm. Enos Cantor probably is going to be our starting center. I realized I kind of lost my point earlier that I was making about Hayward when we were talking about like wanting to have traded him this whole time. Yeah. The thing about him is like if you could get 80% of his value, right? If mm-hmm. like Assuming he comes back 100% healthy, that's 100%, right? right. If you could get 80% of that in terms of value... Like this past off season, and now it's too late for any of this to have happened. But that's when I would have traded him, and only at that. But no one's gonna give you that amount of value for him. They'll, they'll be like, uh, "We'll give you like uh, Jonathan Simmons," and uh, and <laughs> I don't, like no, that's just no. Terrible. But that's the same. It's not as bad as Kyrie, but it's addition by subtraction. You get rid of that guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, though, right. Because yeah. he just like he's it's just a logjam, dude. Like it's the worst possible scenario. We have too many wings, and we drafted another one in Romeo like, Langford. <laughs> people are, I I feel like people are really trying to push Tatum at the four, and it's like you just can't, dude. Like he's just he's way more like ball dominant and just. He's not as big as a four should be. That was my OG Tatum theory. I always wanted him to be a three. Bulked up and became like a, a small ball four kind of. Nah, like I, not I, a Draymond. Like Draymond's a small ball five. But like, I mean, it's he said it himself, kind of. And I know it's his favorite player, but uh, or former player. But he's like Kobe. He's gonna be more like a Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like he can't be like a like. He's a, a long Kobe. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I just I can't see him at the four, and having. Like, it's just, you can't have Jalen Brown, Hayward, and Tatum all in the starting lineup and, like, do good at the same time. Maybe that's wrong to say. Mm-hmm. But, like, one of them has to play at the four, and it's just, like, none of them really should. Like, your ideal scenario would be having a point guard like Kemba. You have a shooting guard. I would say Jalen Brown, a shooting guard, is a safe bet all the time now. That's people who need the ball on the starting lineup. Right. Yeah. So... Jalen or Jalen Brown shooting guard, Kemba point guard, Tatum at the three, then you'd have like an actual four and an actual five. So if we had just had Horford at the four, and an actual five, and that was always the plan is to get AD, and that was probably just somewhere in there. Like no one, I think it's pretty fair to say they never saw Tatum be becoming like the player he did so quickly, because you wouldn't have Hayward in that scenario. Yeah. Right? So I don't know. It's just it's hard to say, but. I feel like he really would be addition by subtraction if we could get rid of him, but it's just not worth getting rid of him because you're going to get trash in return. Oh, he's 100% an X factor for this season. If he, he comes is. back and is an all-star in a weaker Eastern Conference, right. I think he could do it. Because think about the small forward all-stars mm-hmm. in the East next year. Simmons, no Kawhi, no LeBron. Which Simmons? Giannis, Ben. 
What you say that? small forward? Yeah, small forward. Doesn't he run point for them? I mean, I guess he would be a point guard. Okay. So one less small forward to think about for the All-Star. Right. So you have... I mean, the All-Star vote really doesn't matter. Giannis. Yes. And... <laughs> is, uh, Jimmy Butler is a shooting guard. Shooting right? guard. Tobias Harris? Eh. Power forward? A power forward, but he won't be running that with Al Horford there. So I guess he's a small... Yeah, but I don't think he's going to be an all-star on that team next year. Probably not. With Simmons and Embiid, probably not. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. It's, it's I think, all speculation. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, this leads into my, my prediction. Okay. That the Celtics will have two all-stars next year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be guaranteed Kemba. Right. And someone else. And it's either Tatum. I mean, Tatum, Tatum. It's either Tatum takes the leap and becomes the scorer that he needs to be in 1920, or Jalen Brown takes the leap. No one's talking about Jalen Brown. I could see Jalen Brown taking a leap. Or Hayward reverts back to the old Hayward that we need. Yeah. So there's going to be two Celtics All Stars in the All Star game. I think. Book it right now. I'll take it, but the thing about the All Star game is, in the end, it doesn't really matter. Because it's just a, it's more or less a popularity contest. But yeah. clearly, like your good popular players are gonna get voted in. Yeah. But the thing is, is if Jalen Brown takes a leap, the mainstream hype behind him that gets him voted in isn't gonna pick up until like the next season after he takes a leap. I think the thing about uh, thing about Tatum, he had is a good he, postseason. Tatum already has like a huge amount of hype behind him. Right. People are always talking about like how he's like one of the greatest young players in the league at the moment. Well, I mean, right now the public perception is oh yeah, I now don't know. he's kind of like slowing down. down. But if so. he if he starts out the season strong, like he will have enough popularity and like mass appeal behind him to get voted in. Hayward, a lot of Boston fans like hate him, which I think is also stupid. It's, it's unfair. Like, it's like hating on him. How's yeah. that gonna help us at all, dude? Like, it but it's really. it's the Boston motto. Right. It's just shit on players until they leave. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. You got to you, you take it for sure. You for sure. It. But um, I don't know. A lot of speculate speculatory things doesn't really do a whole lot of good speculating, but it's fun. Right. Um. So yeah, on my end, I would say going back to Horford being like a traitor. I just realized I wrote the long, wrong traitor on there. Traitor. I wrote trade. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I wouldn't say he's a traitor. I definitely think I don't like that he went to Philly. I think it's a smart move for him. It's a smart move for him. He took more money and he gets smart to play the Philly, too. He gets to play a more a less physically demanding position yeah. as he gets older. He gets to play the position he naturally liked playing, and he gets more money. So, yeah. But I think, um, I don't know, maybe we'll see a 38-year-old uh, Al Horford on the Celtics. <laughs> Taking a veteran minimum in four nah, years. I mean, if he's gonna end his career on any team, it's gonna be the Hawks. So, I don't know. I don't think he has a lot of loyalty to them, really. Yeah, well, and I mean, he always liked Boston. So. He doesn't really have a lot of loyalty in general, apparently. apparently <laughs> I guess. But I mean, what is loyalty in a business? For um, sure. All right, and this is kind of my my last note on here. All right. Uh, Drew Hanlon, who is a for those of you who do not know, he's just a basketball. Coach, kind of trainer, trainer. Like that's the, the word. Sh- yeah, the shooting trainer. I think he's. Whatever. I think he really is primarily shooting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he works with. I want to say. Um, I think he worked with Jalen Brown at one point. I saw him working with Tatum and Beal. Tatum well, Tatum and Beal are tight. Yeah. Tatum and Beal are really tight because they were St. Louis boys or whatever. But, um, but yes, he works with Tatum. I know for a fact. And a report came out today that says, Hannon said in many drills they've eliminated the mid range. They're trying to get Tatum more comfortable taking threes in a variety of situations. Step backs, side steps, off the dribble, full speed stops. Um, 
I just realized I didn't credit the tweet that this came from. It was like, <laughs> some Celtic sports writer. I apologize. Our very small podcast forgot to credit you. That's we tough. will next time. That's so tough. Um, but yes, I really, really like this piece of information because... I don't, but I'll you don't. You no. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll tell you why after. All right, yeah. That would be good. I'd like to hear the dissenting opinion. <laughs> but um, it was very apparent after we worked with Kobe, and a lot of people said this, and I think it was mostly as a joke, because there's no way Kobe really sabotaged the Celtics Kobe. from the inside out. But just Tatum was clearly worse last season, I want to say. Maybe not clearly, but he definitely didn't take the improvements people thought, and he was taking a lot of inefficient, dumb chucking shots, and it right. would drive me insane because I'm like, you're so much better than this. <laughs> Stop just dribbling in to the post and then walking back out to a foot before the three-point line and then just shooting the worst, most inefficient shot possible. So annoying. Long twos. So, yeah. Um, glad to see that they are working to get rid of that, hopefully permanently. Right. I, like, right. eliminated the mid-range. Those are words <laughs> that make me feel very good. I don't like this because my mindset is I don't need Tatum shooting more threes. I need Tatum attacking the basket. When was Tatum at his best last year? When he could get to the basket off the dribble. Last and year, yam on LeBron James. <laughs> last year or his rookie year? Rookie year, rookie year, rookie year. I honestly think and it was the playoffs. Off, I think it was off the dribble. Yeah, I think threes. No, but getting into the paint and getting free throws is going to be the biggest. Um, I definitely think it, he definitely Tatum. think he needs to add that to his game. If he can draw fouls more, get to the free throw line, he will be a twenty plus per game scorer. Okay. That's just the way it goes so in the NBA. So you don't. You don't uh, dislike that they've gotten rid of the mid-range? I think it's a good thing, okay. but I think instead of stepping out of the mid-range farther back, he needs to step out of the mid-range into the paint. So we're in, I think we're like in a Venn diagram of things we like about this tweet. I'm the right circle that's not touching the middle. I just like that. Oh, no, no, no. We are barely meeting in the middle, and we both like no mid-range. No mid-range, yeah, but I'm the closer to the basket, and you're take threes. Well, I don't even really care about the taking threes part. I do think what made him so hyped his rookie season was up until like the All-Star break, he was like 52% on threes or something. Granted, it was on low volume. Yeah. It was on low volume. He had, like I think, maybe like 90 threes at that point. Right. Um but and one huge part of it was like the scouting report didn't exist at that point. He was a rookie. They're like, I don't know who this kid is. Like, I'm not gonna guard him at the wing. And then they were just like off the dribble, pass it to him, and he did splash. And it's just like or dunk on cuts. Well, now that they, now <laughs> people know he's good, they're gonna they've been guarding him on it, and that's why his three point percentage isn't so freaking nutty. Right. But um, yeah. I mean, when he cutted. 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 When he cutted it and like did that 360 spin on Simmons and dunked over his dome, that was nice. Dunking on LeBron was obviously a top 10 Celtics moment all time, perhaps? Question mark? That's, uh, write that one down. We lost. If we had, beat, if <laughs> oh, we had won God, that we won and went that. to the finals, that would have been. But I really stopped dwelling in the past. No, no, myself to sleep. because this, may, this is a good topic. Sorry, I bumped the table. <laughs> this is to go in on bread because okay. I cannot let oh. go. Yes. This is old news, so I'm not going to stay on this topic for too long. But bread, I swear to God, I'm talking to you directly. If you do not call plays and stick with that player when they're hot this season, I can, will, and must find you to eliminate you. I'm sorry. That's just how it goes. If Tatum, 
yams on LeBron, and then does a step back three on Tristan Thompson. Why the hell wouldn't you call his number again? In a oh. yeah, that was just he's he's is definitely his coaching philosophy is killing me softly. <laughs> no, it's just like not. Um, like making every player feel like equal, right? It's right. share the ball. Don't don't really take people out of the game if they're cold, mm-hmm. and don't give them the ball if they're hot. And don't, don't call timeouts on long runs. Oh god. Well, he. I think second half of last year he fixed that. But yes, that was making me absolutely <laughs> insane. But I mean, he's acknowledged he did a lot of stuff wrong, and he's looking to improve. I think he'll improve. Yeah. So I'm. I'm, I'm giving him time. I'm not, not gonna like time. demand that we cut him or yeah, trade right. him away like right, Doc. Right. But I think. We could definitely do better. There's always room to improve. There's always room to improve. But yes, I do think um, we need to ride the hot hand a little bit more, mm-hmm. especially when you're trying to compete for a championship. For sure. You need those championship moments. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's always. And sometimes it does work out, you know, the whole let everyone get the ball equally, don't diminish people, don't like break their confidence, I suppose. But right. It's all, it also has its faults, as we saw. <laughs> Game 7. Alright, so we're going to get into our debate of the day. Okay. Uh, this is going to be... We'll do one of these every time we do a podcast. Alright. We'll have other weekly segments, which we'll get into after. <laughs> but, um... So this is going to be... Our debate of the day is... What do we think the Celtics' record is going to be at the end of next season? Oh, okay. So, uh... It's going to be a lot of speculation. Probably wrong. Can't be worse than last year. That's not true. I mean, All right. watching, oh, okay. watching it could be worse. <laughs> no, no, no. no watching it, watching it cannot yeah, be yeah. worse. It'll be more fun to watch. But the record could be worse. All right, so do you want to start us off? What um, do you think the 2019-2020 Celtics are going to look like next year record-wise? Well, real quick, let's take a deep dive into the past three years. <laughs> Right. 2016 to 2017, Isaiah Thomas MVP season. Yeah. MVP caliber season. Yeah. Sorry, I misspoke. <laughs> I he was MVP in my heart. <laughs> Number one of the field. <laughs> but um, yes, that was my bad. MVP that year was Russell Westbrook, right? Yep. And then Triple it was James Harden, and then it was Giannis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Isaiah Thomas, he had. Almost upwards of thirty points per game. Um, I'm stalling until I think of what my record. I can going tell. To be. But we first round we play Chicago. Nearly lost. Nearly lost in that playoff series last year. Ron, Rajon Rondo, the yeah. corpse of comma, he got playoff injured. Rondo. He got injured, and we managed to get that. And that was actually I really enjoyed watching that. I was on vacation at the time, and I was in the hotel, and it was it was good memories. <laughs> but um, yes, we won that. Uh, we move on the to play the Wizards. The Wizards was one of the greatest playoff series I've ever watched. It was ridiculous. That it had some emotional. good games. Because that was... something from IT, like 53 yep, points. That was the right. John Wall game winner in game six. Kelly, Kelly Olenek, the game 30 seven. points. Uh, game seven, Kelly. It was a lot. Fifty. That, that Isaiah Thomas game, though, was insane. That one, like I always think about that one shot where he fell back from the free throw. Three free throw line, and like as he's about to hit the ground, just threw it up and got yeah. hit. Oh, yeah. And it was the end one. Markeith like hit his arms. So oh. Yeah, and he fell backward and like slid out to the free point free throw line. I always say that. <laughs> and he hit it, and it was an end one. It was it was crisp, and he hit the free throw. Mm-hmm. Fifty three points. 
Um, that season's record, 53-29. and 29. Yep. 2017 to 2018. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I am going to just skip the fact that we got eliminated by LeBron and Kyrie uh, in Please that do. IT season. Yep. But The Marcus Smart game in that Eastern Conference. That was nice. Was... I enjoyed that. And then the Avery Bradley game winner. Avery Bradley, dude. Oh, my God. He was a bucket. Every time I was like... Isn't he on the Lakers right now? Oh, he is. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I did, too. Why'd you remind me? Don't remind <laughs> me. But, yeah, he like if there was the one against uh, Bulls, probably game one or something, where I'm like... I just turned to my dad. I'm like, he'll hit this three. And then he hit it, and it just like just went straight in. And then <laughs> it was like one of the games that he got like the weird bounce. Remember the... Or was that the Wizard? I forget who it was, but there was the... Might have, been, might have been against the Cavs. No, that the was... The bounce one. Where that was the game winner in Cleveland. It was? Yeah. yeah game one, maybe? No, that was didn't game, we, was we game had a better three. record than, than them, didn't we? No, it was, it was game three. It was game three? Because it, it was in Cleveland. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so that bounce shot. Oh, my God. Anyway, 2017-2018. Uh, Jason Tatum's rookie year, 55-27. and 27. I'm sure we all remember this well. Lost in Game 7, <laughs> Eastern Conference Finals, but there was a dunk on LeBron, so that made it all better. No, it didn't. And then but we lost, continue. so it made it all better. <laughs> so that was 55 and 27. 2018 to 2019, we're not going to talk about it, but 49 and 33. Uh, went tough. down. Went down a little bit. One thing to note about the 2017-18 season was the... Um, the close games that could have swung either way. That's very true. There was like I'm pretty sure the stat. I just don't quote me on this, but it was like 27 close games. I was gonna say we could be like a 35 so it, win team that season. Yeah, <laughs> if, if things don't go our way in those close games, it could have swung violently in the other directions. So. Right. At the same time, though, it's like, are you really gonna see that about every team every year? Like, oh, well, they have. I mean, close games, this year we just that, got blown out if we didn't blow someone true. else out. So it was fifty-three hot or point cold. win or whatever <laughs> over the Bulls. Yeah. And then that huge game over the Pacers, and then it's just like the next time we go down, like it was a doubleheader. We like beat the Warriors by twenty, and then yeah. we like lose to the Nuggets by forty. It's. I mean, the Nuggets were good, violent. but yeah, it was bad. It yeah. was bad, and friggin'. Friggin' Orlando, dude. Orlando. Every year. Every year. Every year they beat us. They're our biggest rival. It's I'm telling weird. people. They always beat us. And it's like the Orlando game was the game that Kyrie got pissed at Gordon Hayward and right. like wrecked the team chemistry. Well, so, I think he was more mad at Brad. Well, no, it was, it was the one where he like passed it into Tatum in the corner and Tatum hit the three and he was like freaking out. No, at Tatum missed. Oh, I meant, yeah, he, yeah, I meant he yeah. bricked the three. He bricked yeah, the three. Yeah, yeah. I misspoke. Been speaking a lot of words. Um, but, yeah, and he was, like, pissed that he didn't get the ball. So, yeah, I mean, Orlando, honestly, Orlando's the reason why our team sucked last year, I got to say. Um, okay. So, anyways, no more Kyrie. We have Kemba. No more Horford. We have Cantor. No more Terry. We have Langford. We got Grant Williams. We got a better Robert Williams coming in. Uh, we got potentially Taco Fall. It's going to be a big difference maker in our record this year. I'm saying... We can start it off with over or under last year's team and wins. Over. You're going to go over? I'm going to we say We were over. the third seed. We're probably going to be the third seed again. Are you talking about seeding? Or no, record? no, no. I'm talking about wins. Yeah. I'm just saying we were the third seed last year at 49, and we were only a game above the Pacers. To be fair about last season, much more competitive Eastern Conference. Uh, more teams... That were competitive. There was a good four. There was a four-man race there. 
and I mean Kawhi Leonard coming to the East alone was responsible for at least one of those losses. Right. I'm gonna say fifty four wins. Fifty four. That's tough. More than when we had IT, less than when we had a functional team. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're gonna be the third seed next year. Okay. And just based off where I think Indiana is going to be next year, because they got Jeremy Lamb and Oladipo's coming back, but they lost Bogdan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to be at a crisp fifty-one wins next year. Yeah, I'm thinking low fifties, just because like having Horford gone is such a huge loss. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. It's been said the Celtics love being the underdogs, and I don't think that's really true. I think it just ends up happening. Mm-hmm. When the underdogs they do well, maybe Brad likes being an underdog. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I like we, it better when there's less expectations. On but I do team. think the chemistry on this team is going to be astronomically better, and yep. that will result in more wins. So I I agree. It'll definitely be more than last year. That's how I feel about it. But um, let's see. So. We're going to move on to, unless you have anything else you want to add about no. just the Celtics. And I think that's it. Book like it. That. He said 54, I said 51. Mm-hmm. That is He will correct. be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I honestly, it's like, what is a record prediction anyway? It doesn't matter. It you does could, matter to me. You could have 49 wins and be the third seed, or you could have 53 wins and be whatever seed we were in 2016-2017. Second seed? The first seed. Were we? Mm-hmm. Cleveland oh, that's why, seed. yeah, you were like, yeah, we played them game three in Cleveland, and yeah. I'm like, no, dude, we were like the first seed, right? <laughs> um, I was just going to let you talk. Listen, you're normally up at this hour. Yep. That's actually a lie, I'm normally up at this hour, it's almost midnight. But... I've only been awake for like seven hours, so. But as opposed to me, who's been awake for like 12, so. Making I am, excuses. Uh, I am a little bit more tired. Yes, so. Uh, anyways, we're going to move on to our... Um, segment of the week (laughs) this is going to be or segment of the episode this is going to be overrated or underrated uh we have a lot of these we could do but we're gonna say overrated or underrated the clippers and um we definitely want to hear from you guys so uh you can tweet or comment on this video because i'm going to post it on youtube it's probably (laughs) where most people will watch it you could also check it out on spotify or apple music or apple Podcasts or whatever it is i'm gonna try to get them on there but okay um Tweet at me, L-I-A-M-C-A-L-L-I-S-T-E-R. That's my at. That, that'd be my handle, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you think I'm an idiot or if you are like, yeah, you're right, dude. And we'll uh, we'll read what we think are the best responses next week. But I'm going to hand it over to you. Do you think the Clippers are going to be overrated? Or do you think they are overrated or underrated? I think that the Clippers are 100% and overrated. They're so overrated. <laughs> really? I hate the Clippers hype right now. Seriously? Ka- Kawhi is good, but the Raptors... Think about the amount of games the Raptors won without Kawhi last year. They were. I'm pretty sure they had a positive like 70% win percentage without Kawhi. Yeah, it's the same thing that people said about Kyrie, though. And it's when he wasn't... And it's true! Well, the, the thing is, is when you're not playing him, you're playing against worse teams, right? For not, the most part? Not always, but yeah. We so, played Philly without Kyrie multiple times. Maybe twice. Multiple. Right? That is twice. <laughs> okay, but uh, people are like, yeah, I mean, we won like 21 games and we lost seven without Kyrie, and then look at our record with them. And it's like... 
Okay, yes, but, but you have to look at the games where he was sitting, and it's like we're clearly sitting him against less threatening opponents. Less I didn't say that games. they were better without Kawhi. I said that they won games without Kawhi, so meaning you, that the team around him but was wait, good. I'm, I'm assuming what you're trying to imply, and I am putting words in your mouth here, yep. is that you're saying Kawhi isn't as important as people think he is? Look at him, put words in my mouth. Yes, yeah, Siakam <laughs> was the MVP. I said he should have been finals MVP. Right. No, listen. What I'm saying is, is that... Kawhi is a good player and okay. definitely a top five player, but I don't think him and a post-surgery, another surgery for Paul George, surprising, a post-surgery Paul George are going to win the championship. I don't know why they're favorites. I get that the team is very defensive, but if you look past Kawhi and Paul George, what does that team have? And you know that Kawhi is going to sit maybe 20 or more games in the regular season. <clears throat> I mean, they have Shea Gildersell-Alexander. No, they don't anymore. No, they traded Shamit, didn't they? No. They oh, traded they traded him. him and kept Shamit. Yep. They have Landry Shamit, dude. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know Paul George is going to sit games. So look past them. What do they have? They have Pat Bev. Right. Shamit. <laughs> <laughs> what else is on that roster that's going to win them games when they're sitting? In fairness... They could make a lot of uh, deadline moves. I haven't checked who they have on We're the roster. We're talking about the could, contracts. though. And everyone thinks that they're already a chance. They are the favorite to win the championship next year. I'm saying I pump was, the brakes. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying they're overrated. What do you think? I agree. Well, I think it'd be a bitch move to say this, but I'd say they're exactly rated, probably. You think they're championship favorites? I would say they're more favorite. They're more um, reasonably rated than they are overrated. Because, first of all, Kawhi Leonard, dude, is just so friggin', like, un- not unstoppable. He's not like LeBron, but he just, like, can take control of the game, mm-hmm. like, right the ship. Right. Like, just that Toronto team had no business winning a title, and it was, I mean, yeah, they lost. I agree. They lost Clay, they lost KD. Yeah. They lost DeMarcus. They won with an asterisk, but who doesn't? Or, I think. I forget how Cousins came back. Like I think he played Cousins the last was in and out of their lineup. Yeah, it was just it was all over the place. But he definitely I mean when he was like twenty four or whatever, he won with the Spurs mm-hmm. and that was, he was like carrying them against well ridiculous levels of competition. And it's just like he's been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Defensively impacts the game, offensively impacts the game, and who do they put next to him? Paul George does the exact same thing. Defensively impacts the game, offensively impacts the Post game. Post another injury, though. I think he'll come back fine. Eh, I think he's good. I don't know enough about his injury to say for sure. That's another shoulder. He had one shoulder worked on. He's having his other shoulder worked on. I think Paul George is going to get to a point where he's more robot than men <laughs> at this point. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's fair enough. And he's definitely. I'm just saying this because I don't think their seeding is going to be first seed. Right. I think you have the Nuggets. You have the Lakers. Lakers with AD, something to prove. Kawhi's coming off a title run where he sat 20 plus games in the regular season that year. Yeah. So why wouldn't he sit another for load management this year? So I then understand. it's either going to well, be I mean, just Paul George or also no. He did Paul say George. in his press conference that he was looking forward to coming back fully healthy. That's right. what he said. No, he definitely wasn't right. <laughs> yeah. That boy needed to get right. <laughs> and he still wasn't right in the playoffs. I believe it's like tendonitis or something he has, so Some he's weird. always going to need to load manage. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you win a chip, honestly. 
which Toronto did, and they load managed for them. But, but I don't think the Clippers I gotta should say, be favored this highly right away. Well, I got to say, though, the Raptors did a very, very, very good job putting a good team around him. Like, the, the amount of moves they made. Yeah. Bringing Gasol. Gasol was a good trade deadline. Just, yeah. like, the, I forget, I, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head, but they had multiple trade deadline moves. That team just, like, changed so much in a year. They got Jeremy Lin. The finals MVP, the <laughs> right. true finals. That was MVP. the huge. That was the huge signing. <laughs> I forgot about or trade, but um, I mean, I believe that uh, Jerry West is that their GM over there? No, that's the Clippers. The Clippers? Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. I believe Jerry West. He's made some good decisions already. Um, I mean, he went from having Blake Griffin to getting Tobias Harris to putting him on the Sixers and taking young assets on, right? And then transformed that. Not directly, but into Paul George and mm-hmm. and Kawhi Leonard, making it like a place they want to come to. So I Just believe cap space, I believe yeah. he can do a Masai or however you pronounce his last name. Masai Ujiri. Yeah. Yeah. I think they can. Oh, that's his first name. My bad. But they can probably. I think he'll be able to pull off some kind of moves like they did to put uh, a good competing team around them. So yeah. I don't know. I think. All right. Let's project it that far out. I think they're evenly rated. If you're looking at their roster right now, yeah, they're probably overrated. I'll give yep. you that one. But uh, I won this one. Again, what do you guys think? Again, we'll throw it to you guys. So, uh, again, just comment on the video, whatever you think. <laughs> uh, we'll read some interesting ones that we get. And, uh, again, you can tweet at us, Liam McAllister. But it's 1M, so it's just like Liam Callister. It's weird. But <laughs> didn't want to put two M's. So anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I believe that's all, unless you have more you want to throw out there. No, I think we're good. Any plugs of your own? Uh, we'll chill with that. We'll chill for now. We'll chill with that. We'll see how I get. If I get doxxed <laughs> immediately, then you'll probably be like, well, I might have to wait. But Precautionary, too. Right, so if you guys uh, if you guys enjoyed it, throw a like. Keep listening if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if I can get them on Follow those. it on Spotify, follow, follow. Google Podcasts. Uh, we'll, we'll be aiming to do these often. They're enjoyable, I think, and uh, we'll always have some fresh stuff to talk about, and we'll keep it interesting. Keep the people engaged, I believe, hopefully. So, yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, guys. See you next week, probably. Take it easy.